turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. Every born-again believer has been given the admonition and the assignment to be imitators of God. So that we can successfully imitate Him, God gave us the perfect example of somebody who successfully imitated Him. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who will show all of us, sons of God, what it looks like to be imitators of God. Jesus was the perfect example to help me and you imitate God like He wants us to do so that we can represent Him and show forth His glory like God wants all of us to do. When we conform ourselves to Jesus' example of how we're to live our lives, we'll live the kind of life that God wants all of us to live, a life lived that successfully imitates the Father. That's the kind of life that we all should want to live. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. This stuff is going to be an extreme blessing to you if you've got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Remember, we learned already that you got to keep your eye fixed on Jesus because <laughs> he's the author and finisher of your faith. He's the one that's going to help you to be able to know how to live this thing out and benefit from all that he did for you on the cross at Calvary when he uh, gave his life up for you. First John chapter three, starting with verse one, it says, behold, which means check this out. What manner of love that the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Behold, check it out. He's saying, don't miss this. What kind of love God had for you that he gave you the privilege to be called sons of God. See, this is something that we overlook. Yeah, yeah, I'm a child of God. Oh, baby, no, you, you don't even understand. This is a privilege that's not shared by every man. We're in a class all by ourselves. We've been separated out from everybody else. We've been given opportunities and, and advantages that other people don't have. We have a God who is our father. Which causes us to be able to go so much farther in life than anybody else. We got, I mean, we are blessed people flat out. He said, what manner of love the Father have upon us that we should be called sons of God. So that means everything that's connected to being called a son of God is about love. Everything that, it is, that is in line with us becoming and living this thing out as sons of God is about love. It's going to get good. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. See, the world don't know him just like the world don't understand you either. 
Well, I don't understand why you're sitting in church on a Sunday. What you doing up in here, man? Don't you know that's, you know, they get one, they get do one verse, but they do it wrong. You know, it's supposed to be a rest day. You're supposed to be sitting around resting today. Because, you know, God rested. You know, you don't even know what he meant when he said he rested. Good, good tripping. Shut up. You know, anyway, boy, it's done. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's funny to me. But anyway, yeah, they, so they don't understand you. Why would you come to church multiple times in a week? Why do you read your Bible? Why do you tithe? Why, you mean you give your money to that church? You give how much? 10% to a church? I would never give 10% to a church. I know you wouldn't, but you'd give 15% to some chick that didn't even bring you your drink when you were supposed to. Because you're stupid. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's just about as simple as that. Satan is there. Every time you go to eat, Satan is showing you how stupid we really are. We'll pay 15% to somebody you don't know that only did their job, and we won't give 10% to God that did what he didn't have to do. And think we're doing something. Stupid, gone to seed. Praise God. Anyway, leave that alone, Rodney. Move on. Praise God. Verse 2. Beloved. Now are we the sons of God. When are we the sons of God? Now. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, that when we shall, but when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. The Bible tells us when Jesus come and splits the sky, come and get you and I, we're going to see him for who he is. And we're going to see that we is. That's when we're going to get raptured. That's what it's talking about right there. When he comes to get me and you. That's when he splits the sky, come get you and I. We're going to leave this flesh behind and we're going to move up as the spiritual entity that God made us to be. Because you are a spirit that lives in a body and possesses a soul. Come on, VBBS. You are a spirit that lives in a body and possesses a soul. And so when you get ready to go up, you're going to be in full control. And you're going to see who you really are. You're going to be like, looky here, looky here. Because you're going to see I'm just like him. Well, see, that means when you see him, you're going to see you just like him. But I got good news. God didn't allow you to have to wait till then. You can see it right now. That's why he gave you the word of God. Because through this word of God, you can begin to start seeing him for who he is right now. Because you are a son of God right now. And when you begin to start seeing who he is right now and seeing that you just like him right now, then if you see you just like him, you can start acting like him too. Because you can find out you got the strength to do what it is that he did too. Jesus walked this day and never sinned a day in his life. And he didn't do that because he was the son of God. He did that as a son of man who conducted himself as a son of God. Are you listening to me up in here? He made a decision to be able to do what it is that he wanted to do. And therefore he lived it out. The Bible says he was tempted on all points, just like we were, which means the same thing we went through, he went through. The only difference between him and us, praise God, is he made a decision to do. Praise God, and he backed up that decision by every, in everything that he do. What God is telling us, when you see the Lord for who he is, you can be able to understand that you just like him too. Which means the same way that he defeating everything that's natural too, you can be able to do it. Because think about it, when he come and get you, he's splitting the sky. He's standing at 50,000 feet without a plane. Are you listening to me up in here? Which means he is stronger than the natural. Which means that he's going to show you, you stronger than the natural. That's why he's catching you up to be right next to him too. So that you can be able to see that I can stand over anything that's natural and defeat that too. Are you listening to me up in here? Well, you don't have to wait till then for this to occur. You can do it right now because you can find out that you're not just a mere natural man. You ain't a natural man. Praise God. You are a supernatural person who's created in the image and likeness of God who can walk like that in this life like he's supposed to and live this thing out just like he did too. Let's keep reading. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse four says, well, verse three says, and every man that have this hope in him, purifieth himself even as he is pure. Now this is powerful. He said every man that hath this hope. What hope? Praise God that I'm going to get a chance to go up and see God and be with him like that because I'm just like him. He said well then that man is going to purify himself. 
which means there's something you need to do. Because if there was nothing you need to do, then that wouldn't mean that you don't have to purify yourself. You do have to purify yourself. See, they, bad teaching comes into the church and tells you you don't have to do nothing. It tells you everything was handled at the cross. Well, if everything was handled at the cross, why are he telling you after the cross to purify yourself? Because if he had to purify, if he purified you on the cross and did everything he was supposed to do, then there's no reason for you to purify you. Are you listening to me up here? That would be like you were having a shaved head and then going in to get a haircut. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's already been done. Is anybody here? Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Praise God. If somebody's telling you to do something, it's because it still needs to be done. He's telling you to purify yourself. Why is that? Because you need to purify yourself. You're still in this world. When Jesus Christ did what he did for you, it, the benefit of it initiated on the inside of you. That's where you ended up with positional sanctification, positional holiness. It occurred on the inside. But you still got to live it out, which means now you got to do what's necessary to purify your life on the outside so that you can begin to start conducting your life like you're supposed to and live this thing out like you ought, ought to do. Because, God, because of what he did for you. Are you listening to me up in here? That's what he wants us to do. He wants every one of us to purify ourselves. Every one of us to purify ourselves from the pulpit to the pew, me as well as you. He's writing to every one of us too. He's saying purify yourself because that's what God's expectation for us is. It's to purify ourselves. He says, whosoever committed sin transgresses the law, doctrines, teachings of God. For sin is a transgression of the law, doctrines, teachings of God. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Now, we're in him now. And because if he says in him is no sin and we're in him, then he's telling you how we ought to live our lives, too, without sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth have not seen him, neither know him. That's what we've been working on for the last few weeks. He said, whosoever still jagging up stuff, doing stuff that they ought not do, Living a life outside of what are the one that God intended for you when you got boned again. <laughs> you neither seen him, nor do you know him. I love the word of God. The word of God is so clear. If you got an ear to hear what it says. God said the reason why we're still jacking stuff up is because we ain't seen him. We don't know him. We found out that that word seen means to stare at. We have not stared at him. See, when you look at somebody at a glance, you can see certain things about them. But when you look at them longer, you can see more about them. When you look at the person for a minute or two, you can see so many things about them. You can see a few things about them. But if you keep staring at them, you'll find out more and more things about them, too. And a lot of us just have a cursory view of who God is, but we don't have a stared at view of who God is. Because if you stared at God like he wants you to do, you would learn many, many, many things about him, too, including the things that he do and don't do. If I followed you around and stared at you, I would learn a lot of things about you. Because I would learn what you drink, what you eat, what you do. I would learn how you cuss, how you fuss, or how you don't do. I would, I, I would learn that because I would stare at you for a period of time because I'm watching you over a period of time. Most folk don't learn the Lord like that. That's why we want, you know, that's why we're trying to read our Bible in a year. Praise God. Don't get mad at me while I teach you real good up in here. Praise God. That's why we're trying our best to read our Bible in a year so that we can Evelyn Wood speed read this thing and don't know nothing that we read that, in, in that thing because we don't stare at it. Is anybody, don't get mad at me while I teach real good. That's why we love our little devotionals, that little popcorn, you know, a little popcorn, you know, one scripture with a little explanation that might be right, might be wrong. That's why we like that. Praise God. Because we don't have to stare at nothing. No, that's right. We'll stare at our TV and stare at our phone. We stare stare at everything else that'll cause our mind to roam. But we won't stare at God. Praise God. He said, that's why you're still doing what you do. Because you ain't stared at me. You didn't learn what you were supposed to learn by looking at me over a period of time like you ought to. And we find out, this is the one we've been working on more recently. Neither known him. 
We found out that that word no right there means no absolutely. No absolutely, which translates also to understand him. Many of us don't understand God because if we understood God, it'd be easy to stand with God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But when you don't understand God, then you don't even really appreciate the things that he says to you, which are life changing, which are life altering, which are life saving like only he can do. When God speaks to us, it's life altering in such a way as we get a chance to get put on course so that we can be able to step into that life that he has in store for me and you and receive everything that he got for me and you. It's life changing. Praise God. In such a way as it has the ability to change your life and take you to whole new levels of life if you let it do. Praise God. That's if you utilize the word like you're supposed to. But unfortunately, many of us don't know God like we ought to. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't understand him. That's why we're still going against what he said do and not operating according to prescriptions that he gave to me and you. We found out that he says that, that the way that we find out whether we know him or not, scripturally speaking, is the fact, it's over in 1 John chapter 2, don't turn this in your review. He said the way that we find out whether we know him or not is whether or not we keep his commandments. That blow all teaching out the water, which says you ain't supposed to keep the commandments. Because he said the way that I tell whether or not you know me is whether you keep my commandments. Because if you don't do what I say do, you don't know me like you say you do. Why? Because that's not me. That's not what I do. If you decided to cook me a meal, praise God, and, and hook me up with a real meal and brought me some brisket, praise God, and some pork chops too, brought me some chicken legs, hollow, fried up real good just the way you like them to, praise God, you, you know, got me some greens cooked in fat back, praise God, and all that kind of stuff too, praise God, and brought me a little wine cooler on the side and say, Pastor, this for you, you don't know me. Because if you knew me, you'd have never prepared none of that for me. Because you know that's not what I eat. I have a, I have a, diet, a special diet that God gave me. Praise God. Praise God. He told me don't eat meat. And he told me, not you. Praise God. So don't be going and putting up your burger because I said what he told me to do. Praise God. Go and eat your burger. Praise God. And tell me how it tastes. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because that's what he told me. Are you listening to me up in here? Does that make sense? Praise God. But you proved you didn't know me by what you do. You prove whether you know me by what you do. And you prove whether you know God by what you do. Your actions do matter. Don't let nobody come to you with no bad teaching tell you it don't matter. It does matter. Why? Because you prove whether or not you know God by what you do. Because if you really knew God, you wouldn't do what you do. If you really knew God, you wouldn't sin like you do. If you really knew God, you'd put that mess down and you would turn around and you would walk on the other side of town and never be able to bring that mess into your life ever again. You'd never do that again. But you do it because you don't know him yet. You don't know him absolutely. You know him kind of. Just like you used to know Michael Jackson. Praise God. I know Michael Jackson. No, you didn't. Praise God. That's why you're so shocked when he had boys in his bed. Praise God. Why? Because you didn't know who he really was. Praise God. You just know. Uh-uh-uh. You just know the part that he showed you. Are you listening to me? But you didn't know who he was. Praise God. That's why you were so shocked. I don't believe he did that. Baby, he did that. You just didn't know him. Just like you keep doing things thinking that it's okay. God don't mind. You don't know him. You don't know him. Because if you knew him, he not only minds, he cares. He really does. So we've been learning about the importance of knowing him, praise God, as a result of that. Because our knowing him is what's going to determine what's happening for me and you. One of the many reasons why Jesus came into the world was to help us to be able to know the Father. Everybody say, thank you, Lord. 
one of the many reasons. He came for multiple reasons. I always laugh when I hear people say, well, the only reason, the only reason, you don't know it. He came down for multiple reasons. That was more, one of the reasons was to destroy the works of the devil. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Which he did even before he went to the cross, which was destroying works of the devil. Another one of the reasons was we already learned it in the basis of the teaching is he came down as an example for me and you. So that we can be able to learn how to do what we do when we become sons of God too. Here's another one of the reasons why he showed up. It's found in John chapter 17. Turn there if you please. John chapter 17. Here's another one of the reasons why Jesus showed up. Came to handle big business for the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He wasn't called to do one thing. He was called to do multiple things. Anybody got a call on their life? You find out you're called to do multiple things, not one thing. John chapter 17. There might be one thing you want to do, but there's multiple things that God has for you to do. John 17. Especially if you find somebody that is willing to do what he wants them to do. John chapter 17. We're going to see here, praise God, how Jesus calls the disciples to know the Father, which was one of his, his assignments is to be able to help the disciples know the Father. Start reading in verse 1. It says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son that thy Son may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many has given him. Look, at one of the things he wants to do is give us eternal life. That word eternal right there in the Greek means perpetual, which means it's a life that, that had began, but it, it, it will continue on and it will not stop. He wants you to have eternal life, a life that begins and continue on. What kind of life? Look at the word life. That word life in the Greek is the word zoe, Z-O-E, with two little dots over the O. Look like a snake bit it. Praise God, right on the top. Praise God. It's called zoe, which is speaking of the God kind of life, which means God, Jesus came so that you can receive and live out the God kind of life, so that you can receive and live out perpetually the God kind of life. Not something you do for a moment or two and then put it down and go back to what you used to do. But it's something that you're supposed to be perpetual in such a way we're supposed to continue on from that point forward. Are you listening to me up here? Jesus came so that we can have eternal life. That eternally we can live the God kind of life. Jesus was an example of the God kind of life. That's why Jesus was never sinned a day in his life. He was never broke. He was never sick. He was never running to no sin, trying to do it quick. Are you listening to me up in here? He wasn't perpetrating and pretending. He wasn't doing nothing wrong too. That's part of the God life that God has in store for me and you. God says, I want you to have that life and have it perpetually. In such a way, it's lived out and it's lived out perpetually. That from the day you receive this thing to the day that you get out of this thing, you're going to be living that thing like God wants you to do. So that everybody else in the world will be able to see you. That way you can walk about living your life like you're supposed to so that everybody can want to be just like you. Because baby, when they see you live the God kind of life, they'll be saying, now that's what I'm talking about. That's life. Because you can tell the difference between the fake and the real. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying up in here? See, I can tell pleather from a mile off. Why? Because I know what leather is. Are you listening to me up in here? And you could be sitting there looking all sharp in your pleather thinking that you shopped in a mug and stuff like that. And I'll just keep you away from the heat so that your pleather don't melt. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me? Because that's pleather. That ain't leather. That was a stamped on thing. That, was, that ain't the real thing. That didn't come off no cow. Are you listening to me up in here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And walk around. Hey, look at my gators. Them ain't gators, baby. You have, oh, them gator prints. Praise God. Those are not gators. Praise God. It's a, it's a whole nother world. Gators have scales. That's not scales. Praise God. Amen. Anyway, praise God. Hallelujah. So that when people see your life, they find out that's what life is supposed to be like. That's what life was always supposed to be like. 
so they can realize that they've been lied to. And now they can find out how it's really supposed to be lived because they see you. That's why God said, I'm coming. Jesus said, I came so that they might have life, eternal life to as many as thou hast given me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He went on to say, went on to say, as thou hast given him power. We did that. John chapter 17, verse three. And this is life eternal. Anytime you find something like in scripture, like to say, this is. Circle it, put stars around it. That's if it's your Bible. If it's my Bible, it's that little blue Bible you use. Put that back. Don't write in that. Praise God. But any other ones, praise God. Yours, you can go ahead and write in it. Praise God. Put circles around it, stars around it. Because he's going to tell you what life eternal is. He said that, the, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. This is life eternal, that they may know thee. Can I flip the script? You'll never enter into life eternal until you know God for who he is and Jesus Christ whom now has sent. You'll never be able to live this life out like you ought to until you know God and Jesus Christ whom now has sent like you're supposed to. And we got us a problem here brothers and sisters. The Bible says the book of John it says no man has seen God at any time. So when there's nobody has seen God at any time how can I know him? Because one of the reasons why is because Jesus came down to be able to show us who the father is. The Bible says he showed up full of grace and truth. Why? So that he can be able to manifest his glory amongst us. It says that. Praise God. So that he can manifest his glory upon us. So that he can be made evident and visible to each and every one of us. And we can be able to know who he is because he's his. That's why Jesus said to one disciple, he said to him, he said, how long have I been with you that you haven't seen that when you've seen me, you've seen the father. That when you talk to me, you've talked to the father. Why? Because I don't say nothing other than what my father say. I don't do nothing other than what I see my father do. So when you've seen him, me, you've seen him. That's the way it's supposed to be with you too. God desires you to be an example in such a way where when people see you, they see the father. Why? Because you do the same thing the father does. You say the same thing the father you do, says do, and you do it just like Jesus did. He said, I don't say nothing other than what my father say do. Jesus didn't cuss as you're listening to me up in here. Praise God. He didn't. He didn't. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, I got work to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus wasn't like going off on nobody, talking about nobody behind their back. Everybody say, I got more work to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we can get there. Somebody say process. process. Say there's a process. You don't know this overnight, but this is something that you get a chance to learn. That's what we're talking about right here. Jesus said, I came that they may know you so that you can have life eternal. Because if they don't know him like they ought to, they will never be able to live out the God kind of life perpetually like I intended for them to do. He says, read this, verse four, I have glorified thee on the earth and have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Notice he said, I finished the work just before he went to the cross. Why is that? Because there was multiple works that he came to do. This one was finished before the cross, which means it does not include the work on the cross. He wasn't talking about the redemptive work. He was talking about the work of having them know him, the work of having them know him. These disciples that he had lived with, spoken the word to, they knew who the father was because he finished the work that he gave them to do. Notice what he said. Let's go back to verse three. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee. Might is a contingent. It doesn't mean it's an absolute. Because as he presented it to all of them, but did all of them receive. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing God's desire for us just to be like him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives, imitating Him like He wants us to do. Because if we do, 
that we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you to live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210-785-9238. That's Erico 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Passing Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held in Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And remember, your boo is the one you married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. And when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.